On today's show, ESPN dropped a list of the top 100 NBA players. Dorian Finney-Smith was not on the list. And he should be. I'll explain to you why and more on today's Locked On Mavs. Let's go. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavs don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. Should Dorian Finney-Smith have been ranked in the top 100 NBA players? If you agree with that, just just put Dodo. Just put Dodo in the comment section. Comment Dodo. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the Dodo dude, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Guys, we are under a week from media day. First off, thanks for uh, being back. We obviously took yesterday off. Yeah. Newsflash, we're taking tomorrow off. It's the last week, right? Yeah. We said Monday. Yeah, yeah, no, just- I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week, because we're about to start this whole engine back up again. Media days on Monday. Year six, baby. Year six of the pod. Season six. Every day, yes. locked on Mavs. Guys, now's the time to be sharing our show, all right? We just passed, I'm going to project here real quick, or guess, we just passed 17,000 subs. Oh, we that, did. Is that right? We 100% okay. did that. Yeah, that's not, that's no projection. CNN <laughs> CNN can confirm. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. Uh, but let's, bring seriously. Out the, let's bring out the map and talk about the different areas and counties. <laughs> but seriously, we launched this YouTube show last April. Yeah. And we're, we just passed 17,000 subs. So thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for telling friends about it. Listening every day. Thank you to the loyal OGs that listen every day on audio in your cars on the way to work and all of that. But share the show this week. That's my challenge for you. If you're listening to the show, share it to somebody new and say, hey, Mav season is about to start back up. Media Day is next week. You got to listen to the show. So there you go. That's your challenge for this week. Good morning. Thank you. Good Good morning, Jason. How you doing? <laughs> On today's show, we're going to get into ESPN's top 100 list. Now, we have a top 50 list from Bet Online that's going on at Locked at NBA. So if you want to check out a good list, you should go check out that one because that one is a little different than ESPN's. But we're going to break down ESPN's today because they ranked 100 best players. I think they have 100 through 25 released as of right now. They may have released uh, another batch as you're listening to this. But they released their top 100. And I got a couple of questions about Dorian Finney-Smith, Christian Wood, Spencer Dinwiddie, they're all on the list, which is good. But Isaac and I each have a couple beefs. We got some beefs with this list because that's all that's all lists are there for, right? That's all lists are there for is you put out a list so that people have beef with it. So that people get upset, get up in arms, tweet about it. I was tweeting about it. You were tweeting about it. Everybody was tweeting about it today. Here's my first one, my first beef. First off, do you like rankings like this? Because I'm actually, I always, I'm actually get, I always get sucked in. I always get. Sucked I know. In. I'm actually all here for them. They're like drugs. I can't. I can't get away from it. Yeah. I'm, no. I always get sucked in. If I see it come out, I'm like, I know something. I'm going to disagree with something. When you make a list like this, you know that people are going to disagree, and the comments are going to blow up. But that's just part of it. So 
these lists are like hot dogs at baseball games, you know, or at sport, any sporting event. You're like, okay, dude, I know what's in a hot dog. I don't want to eat that hot dog. Like, I, I know. And then you get one, put some mustard on it, maybe a little ketchup, whatever, whatever you feel like. You eat it, and you're like, that was great. That was great. I'm into that. I'm into this. You're gonna do it anyway. Okay. Dorian Finney Smith is not on this top 100. Whew. And uh, like, it's they forgot about him. Like, ESPN must have just completely forgot about Dorian Finney Smith. If he's not on this list, because he was more impactful in the playoffs than and in the regular season than all of these players. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a list of players that were ranked, and he's more impactful than all of them because he played 40 minutes a game in the playoffs, guarded the best player, guarded multiple positions, was one of the best players as far as defending in isolation throughout the season and in the playoffs. Just an incredible impact on a player. And yes, he can't create his own shot. He can do a couple things off the dribble, right? Like he can maybe like drive off of a closeout. We've seen that last year, but he can hit a spot up three really well and does his job in the NBA. In the NBA, you need these spot up like three point shooters and three and D wings. Everyone needs that position. And you know why? Cause they're super valuable and they're super valuable on a court. Are you ready for this? Isaac, these are the players that ESPN has ranked above Dorian Finney Smith. He's not on the list. So I don't even know if they have him at 101. They could have him like much lower. Like there's 450 players in the NBA. All right, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich is number one hundred. I'm I'm taking Dorian ahead of him, but that's a weird ranking for him. I was gonna say, are we about to do this with every player because it's gonna be a long. I list. got I got like a I got like a, a good group here. Okay, uh, Grant Williams, Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Love, Seth Curry, Keegan Murray, the rookie, Brandon Clark, D'Angelo Russell, Christian Woods at ninety two, Anthony Simons, Buddy Heald, Mike Conley at eighty nine. I'm taking I'm taking Dorian Finney Smith ahead of Mike Conley in whatever. I'm- well, Zach Lowe would take doing. him over Dinwiddie. Jordan Clarkson. Karis LeVert. That, I like that. Karis LeVert's at 80. There's, I, I don't know if there's a world I'm taking Karis LeVert over Dorian Finney-Smith if I'm trying to build like a really good playoff basketball team. And Karis LeVert is at 80, and Dorian Finney-Smith is not on the list at all. I Coming in hot today. I'm ready. I, I took a day you, off. You are ready for this. <laughs> you are ready for this. Here's the thing. When I start looking at it, it's like, on paper, I get why they put Karis LeVert over him because it's like, hey, Karis LeVert can create his own shot. They're valuing. No, that's that. it though. <laughs> I know. I would take Dorian over him, but like, it kind of like I kind of like get it. I'm like, all right, whatever. There's some of these I just don't get. Like, I wrote down where should Dorian be. That's that's one of the questions. And it's like, all right, yeah. if Dorian should be in here, where should he be? And I just wrote down in the 80s. I think he should be in the yeah. 80s and in, in this. And because. Like a lot of these people in the nineties, like how Brandon Clark is no. on this list no. and not Dorian Kevin Finney Smith. Love, how Kevin Love is on this list and Dorian's not makes no sense to me. None. And, and even even a guy like Seth Curry, like I start asking At least myself, Seth Curry these, starts. <laughs> yeah, true. And I start asking myself the question of like, would Brooklyn right now do Seth for Dorian straight up? Yes, they would a hundred percent because what like. Seth is basically a three and D guy for him. So like Dorian's going to, and one of the things that's hard about this list is like when you get in the different positions and all that. So then I start looking at, okay, who's some other like three and D guys. Like, on but this not list? that hard. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just start looking at other like three and D guys on the list. And it's like, you look at how, how high Mikel Bridges is on this list, which yeah. is, you know, I, we like him a lot. Um, Where did they have him? He's, I don't know. I didn't write down that. Hold, exact hold. Number. 49. Okay. But like you look at a guy like Dylan Brooks, like 
okay, he's at 77. He can create his own shot a little bit more. So like yeah. you see, you see that, but like, I'm not saying he's a top 50 or like, I'm not saying he's a top like 30 player in the NBA. He's a top hundred player in the NBA. He is a top hundred player in the NBA and how somebody like Kevin Love, um, even no. Mike Conley. No, I mean, Keegan Murray could prove it wrong, but like he no. hasn't even played an NBA game. Um, you're projecting on that one. Like I understand that yeah. one more, but the other ones, here's a couple of wings that are ahead of him. Like, OG is at 75. Okay. I can, uh, you, you can, yeah, you, I get that. You can talk. Yeah. Harris Marnes at 74. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pausing at that one. First of all, I would have OG ahead of Harrison Barnes, but I, I would take, oh, yeah. Do- I would take Dorian over Harrison Barnes and guess who else did that? The Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> well, here's one. Dallas I don't, here's one I don't get. And I tweeted about this today and I got, I got a ton of response about it. I saw this and I was dumbfounded about how high this guy was. Tobias Harris is 56 on this list. <laughs> and Dorian Finney Smith is not on this list. Now, now, am I saying that that Tobias Harris is is a better is you know that Dorian is a better player than Tobias Harris? Not necessarily. Depends what you want. But if I'm trying to build a team, I'm building my team with Dorian and not Tobias Harris, especially as like my you know if I'm going to have him as my fourth option on that like he is on the Sixers or like the yeah. third option or my second option on a team. Like I would rather have a guy like like Dorian because you want these top thirty guys to be your top your one two option. Um. But the but but the Dorian is not ranked, and Tobias Harris is fifty six. They're not fifty six spots like difference no. between those two players. I I don't understand that. You want to know? I mean, you want? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, we could have the same conversation with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, was he at? He's at forty five. He's at sixty five. Sixty five. You telling me right now the Lakers would rather have Russ than Dorian Finney Smith? That ain't happening. Oof. That's when it gets hard to compare positions and stuff. Here's a here's a sneaky one. You ready for this? I don't know if the world is ready for this. And and uh, no one send this to Cyrus Satsis. Oh no, they have Clay Thompson at 37. Is Clay Thompson going into next year? Am I like a hundred percent sure that Clay Thompson is uh, 63 spots more impactful than Dorian Finney-Smith? I'm not saying that Dorian should be ahead of Clay, but the fact that Clay is at 37 and Dorian is not on the list is like, I don't understand what what you're making this list about. I I mean, I don't know. I got to Clay's, but that he's 37 and Dorian's not. This is what I'm saying. Like if that's how they're valuing that type of position, the three and D can defend, hit it, hit it really good. Three Clay's obviously a great player. Like Clay's top 50 for me for sure. Right. For sure. But he's at 37. Dorian's not ranked. Like that's where the disconnect comes for me. Yeah, Dorian Finney-Smith should be on this list, 100%. He should probably be in the 80s, maybe the 70s, but there's no world, no scenario in which Dorian should be left off this list. Coming up, let's get into Christian Wood, because he's on this list as well, and he is lower on this list, but he did make the list. Where could he end up by the end of the season, and which bigs are ahead of him? Because there's a couple of them that I'm, I'm a little wary about on this one, too. We'll talk about that coming up, but before we do... Let me tell you about Bet Online. Ooh, look at look at that fancy graphic on the screen. Look at that. Look at that. Find all wow, the latest odds, news, so and scores. Good. You go watch on YouTube. See what we got going on. We're like a real company over here. All right, Bet Online is the best place to check out the odds and lines everywhere, inside and outside of sports. Ooh, your Baltimore Ravens took a took a a, a hit last. Why week. do you have to do this? Why do you have to go into this? Do you really want to talk about the Cowboys? Cooper Rush beating you <laughs> this week. Hey, I'm good job for the Cowboys, I guess. Uh, this week, Baltimore Ravens against New England Patriots on Sunday. What's the line? Do you know? Or the uh, spread. The spread. 
I'm going to say Baltimore one and a half. Three points. Baltimore's favored by three points on that one. Okay. The uh, Dallas Cowboys of, of Arlington, Dallas, uh, are against the Washington Commanders. Dallas is at home. No, they're not. They're yeah, in right. New York. Oh, no, no. I looked way too far ahead. Monday Night Football, Monday Night Nick. Football. Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. They play on Mavs Media Day. They play uh, away at New York. What's the line there? The Giants. Uh, yeah, I think the I think the Giants are favored by three. Two and a half the Giants are favored by. Oh, excellent okay. work there. I guess the lines there. That's all the Bill Simmons listening that you've done over the years. <laughs> uh, you can go check out NFL lines. They have future NBA lines as well. All kinds of stuff. Go check it out. It's Bet Online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. We're continuing to talk about ESPN's top 100 list. Dorian Finney-Smith did not make it egregiously. But we have our own list going over on at the at Locked On NBA. I'm editing the episode as we speak right now for the next group. It's the top 50 most valuable players from Bet Online. It's the one that the odds makers. So we just talked about Bet Online. The odds makers think move the lines the most. So go check it out. It's on Locked On NBA on their YouTube channel, wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's continue. I got another. I got another beef. Christian Woods at 92. It's not. This one's not really a beef. This one's a question. This is a big question. Christian Wood came in at 92. Okay. I kind of I get it. I'm with it. I'm glad that he was on the list. Here are some players ahead of him that I don't kind of get. Buddy Heald, Mike Conley, Malcolm Brogdon, Jordan Clarkson. I'm, question, I'm questioning those. But those players got some big questions ahead of them this season, too. I'm not questioning the Clarkson one. Because, in a way, Christian Wood's kind of like the, the 6'10 Clarkson. So, I, I'm not questioning that one. I'm questioning the Mike Conley one. I think... Do you have the bigs, the I, other bigs ahead of him? Let's look at those. Here's all the bigs ahead of Christian Wood. Now, this is my question about Christian Wood going into this list is at the end of the season, if everything goes well, which we hope it does, we, you know, he's saying all the right things. The Mavs are saying, Hey, we, you know, we can figure this out. He's playing with Luca. You know, he's going to do incredible stuff with him. We hope at the end of the season, where does he land? If everybody else stays the same spot, here we go. Christian Wood's at 92. Nurkic is at 88. 86, our old friend, Kristaps Porzingis. <laughs> KP ahead of Christian Wood is an interesting okay. spot here. 84, Jonas Valanciunas. 79, Clint Capella. 73, John Collins. 71, Julius Randle. 70, Al Horford. 60, Horford had a big season, though. Yeah, he had big playoffs. 66, Miles Turner. 58, Robert Williams. That one is that's that's super high. That's so high for Robert Williams. But uh, and wow. then fifty-seven Nikola Vucevic. I, okay. I think there's a scenario. Best case, everything everything great happens. We're going completely like best case scenario. I think he he breaks into the fifties. If if with all these other players, best season he could have. I think he breaks into the fifty. I think he could be up there with Robert Williams and Vucevic. The, the player, the, the bigs above that are Jaron Jackson Jr. at 53, Jared Allen at 52, 51, DeAndre Ayton, 47, Sabonis. Like, he, I don't know if he's breaking that, even like best case scenario for a season. But all the bigs yeah. behind him, all the bigs right there from like 80s to the fifth to the like late 50s, I think that if best case scenario, he can break into that spot. Yeah. Um, that's I mean that's man that's everything hitting right. <laughs> I that's what that, I, that's what I said. I mean that's literally everything career year everything yeah. hitting for him to enter the category of Jared Allen, Jaron Jackson Jr., DeAndre Ayton. Like, no, see I, I don't think I, see I think that's 
he won't. I don't know if he'll break that. Those guys are too good. Like you're talking about. Yeah, but those are but all star he, players. But could he get into the Miles Turner, um, you know, Robert Williams, Vooch, yeah, like late fifties, sixties range? What, what Julius Randle was last year, like Christian Wood will have a like he will have a better season than what Julius Randle did last year. I'm I'm just gonna call that. Yeah, right but Julius Randle didn't have a good year though. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he does it again, he had one all NBA year and then he had like, you know, sandwiched between two bad years. Like, see, I'm looking at a guy like John Collins and saying, yeah, can Christian would be that like, you know, pick and roll guy, shoot some threes. Neither one's known too much for the defense. They rebound. Yeah. Can you be that type of guy? Like I would take Christian Wood over Clint Capella. I mean, I'm just not as high on Clint Capella, but nah, they're Cape- also Capella's defense to me, like brings a lot, but. But they're also in a weird way, like they're two different type of dudes too. Like Very, Capella, yeah. Capella's the defensive, you know, rim roller, pick and roll guy, and catching lobs. Or what Christian I, was more of the KP type. What I think hurt him on this list. Now, if now uh, you know you listening, if you're high on Christian Wood, and a lot of you are, you hear Nurkic, Porzingis, and Valanciunas ahead of Christian Wood, and you're like, what are we talking about? Like, what what is what is this? What I think hurt him is he's coming off the bench. All these other guys are starters. Right, yeah. they're all starting on their on their teams, and Christian Wood's going to start the season coming off the bench. And I've I've broken down my my little reasoning that Jason Kidd I think has for bringing Christian Wood off the bench that he needs to give him benchmarks and talk about. All right, we got to start play some defense, and then we can start you play some defense, and then you can be in the closing lineups, things like that. But starting the season off the bench with a prove it season for the Mavericks, ESPN put him a little lower, and I I kind of get it, but I I think if he has a good season, he's what he's like flying up this list next year. Okay. So are we the opposite when it comes to like, are you in Christian Wood reaches top 50 camp and I'm in Dinwiddie reaches top 50 camp. Interesting. So Dinwiddie, I want, I had him for, for the third segment, but we can get into him a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about him. Cause I have some other thoughts on the list and all right. So I actually, before I even looked at the list, I made my own top 25 list to see if they're, see if I would have any like differences. Oh yeah. And I had one difference oh, and I had DeRozan in the top 25 and they have Anthony Edwards, but anyway. Wow. Interesting. But, and this is, I mean, this is all going into next season too. So yeah. And they're dropping the next like, you know, categories. It's like 25 to 11s coming out on Wednesday yeah. as you're listening to this. And then, you know, like 10 through five and then the, Whatever. But. So coming up, let's talk about Spencer Dinwiddie, and then we'll compare him to Christian Wood and how high these guys can can go next season if they have the best season. Because I think, yeah, I think you're higher on Dinwiddie going into the season. I'm higher on Christian Wood than you for sure going into the season. So we'll talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac, we're continuing to talk about ESPN's top 100. Dorian egregiously down on the list. Christian Wood's at 92. Spencer Dinwiddie is that coming in at 69. Nice. We just got to let that one sit for a second. <laughs> Dinwiddie ranked at 69 on ESPN's top 100 list. I thought when I first saw that, I said, that seems a little high to me. And then I started to go through it. And I, I think it's, this is the one I agree with the most of the Mavericks. Like this is totally spot on for me because here are the guards behind him. So Dinwiddie's at 69. The next guard, you have to go all the way to 78. It's a big gap. There's a there's a, like a nine player gap, a ten player gap between that, and it's Lonzo Ball at 78, 81 is Josh Giddy, 85 is Clarkson, 87 is Brogdon, 89 is Mike Conley, 90 is Buddy Heald. Like after that, I mean, 
he's better than all those players. He's, he's going to be better and more impactful than all those players. Yeah. Lonzo at his best, you could talk me into, but he's not going to be healthy to start the season. And he hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. And there's some big questions there. Who's at 67? Here are the guards ahead of him. Now, this is interesting, right? Now, let's, you want to talk about some, uh, some like some drama. Like 67 is Jalen Brunson. (laughs) (laughs) I just heard some, okay. I just heard someone in their car go, can we stop talking about Jalen Brunson already? Like I, I it's sixty six. <laughs> is Goran Dragic? No. And, <laughs> he's not. He's not. But Jalen Brunson's at sixty seven. Do you agree with Brunson being just two spots ahead of Dinwiddie? Yeah, I think it's about even. I think it's. I think it's a good ranking through there. I just think. I After think after what we saw good. in the playoffs. You think Brunson should be higher? I mean, he's definitely higher than Dinwiddie, but only only at 67 and Dinwiddie at 69. See, I just think, I think Dinwiddie's going to, I mean, I've said this, I've been all about You've this. You've been in on D- it. You've been this. Dinwiddie's going to have a monster year. And I think he's going to be a top 50 player by the end of the season. Mm. And a guy, a guy that I'm looking at is saying CJ McCollum's at 45. Can he, can he be, can he be viewed around the same like category CJ McCollum as that, that prolific, consistent of a score in the backcourt, like CJ is viewed, and he cracks the top 50. I think he does. So here are the guards between Dinwiddie at 69 and CJ McCollum at 45. That's about 20 spots or so. Brunson at 67. Westbrook at 65. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Jalen Green at 62. 61 is Tyler Hero. 60 is Lowry. 59 is Tyrese Halliburton. There's a good. I would take him over Kyle Lowry right now. There's a good four run, uh, four guard run right there. Jordan Poole's at 55. Did you say foreskin? What did I just say? A four that guard, was, four guard skin. run. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading scripture oh. earlier. <laughs> and Moses threw his foreskin on the ground. <laughs> That's like, not a verse. All right, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> this is the spectrum you get on this podcast. Last week we were. Sharing about our faith and like, <laughs> we're still sharing about our faith. <laughs> we were sharing straight from the heart, and here we are sharing straight from the <laughs> lower than that. Uh, <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton at fifty nine, Jordan Poole at fifty five, De'Aaron Fox at fifty four. De'Aaron Fox and Dinwiddie are are really interesting because they're kind of they're similar players in ways. Uh, Jamal Murray at fifty, Shea Gilgis Alexander at forty eight, Darius Garland at forty six. That. Those three guards, it'll be hard for me to say that Dinwiddie is better than those guys. Um, yeah, well, I just I year. think those guys should be higher. Like, I don't understand how Tyrese Maxey's over those guys. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey. So, Darius Garland at forty six, CJ McCollum at forty five, and then Tyrese Maxey at forty four. Like, how I was writing down just general takeaways from this list, and I wrote Dejounte Murray and Tyrese Maxey's too high. Where was Dejounte? He's not even he's 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 higher than that. And I'm like, what is like. Has Murray won something that I'm unaware of? That has he played like winning basketball that I just don't know about? Um, I mean he he's like he's one of the I mean he's a a Westbrook type where he's like he's putting up a bunch of numbers he's putting up you know like what did he put up last year like twenty nine and nine like just really really good stats but the San Antonio team he played on was not very good I mean we've seen he did not average twenty nine points twenty nine and nine oh okay. 21 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists, if you want to yeah, be specific. Yeah. 
But like, I mean, we've seen we've seen Dennis Smith Jr. put up really good numbers on them on a Mavericks team that wasn't trying to win, and then go and not be able to crack a rotation in Detroit or in New York after that. So, like, some of these numbers on teams, we gotta we gotta wait and see what they look like in a winning situation. Which is your whole point about Christian Wood. It goes the same for a Dejounte Murray on that level too. Yeah, and and people are higher on Murray Trey backcourt than I am. I I'm just I'm not as like. I don't think it guarantees him a playoff spot in the East, but um, I just think Tyrese Maxey's a little high on this list when it comes to like him being 44 and like a guy like Darius Garland's below Tyrese Maxey. What? He was an all-star last year. Um, even a guy like SGA. I, I love SGA. So I think those guys are should be a little higher, but I think when it's said and done, Dinwiddie's going to have a monster enough year to where we're talking about him in this like, you know, CJ McCollum type of conversation yeah. of, Oh, you're a really good scoring guard in this league. And cause right now I don't think they're considered in the same ballpark by a majority no. of people. Well, I mean, ESPN thinks they're 20 spots different. So yeah. What other thoughts do you have on this list? Um, there's some <laughs> one, the fall of Kyrie Irving is so fascinating to me that, you know, he's at what? 33. Um, just that, I mean, a couple years ago, you know, he's a top 15, top 20 guy. Um, and kind of last year, he last year he was ranked 20 on their list. Well, contrasting that, um, Andrew Wiggins, the rise of Wiggins, like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I love seeing a guy, I love seeing his stories and stuff like a story like that. And Wiggins just rising up this last year, Wiggins was at 77 <laughs> and, uh, He's up at 32 on this list. So, um, so I think that was really cool, but yeah, like, uh, like I said earlier, I was, I wrote, I wrote down my top 25 and I was off by the one of, I had DeRozan in or instead of Anthony Edwards, Mm -hmm. um, question for you is, so they're going to announce 25 to 11 yeah, and then it's going to be 10 through six and then a top five. Where's Luca at on their list? Uh, if he's not in the top five, we riot. Okay. So you think, do you have the same top five as I do? Um, I would have, in whatever order, Luca, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, KD. I think that's no Steph. I, I have Steph instead of Embiid. Yeah, throw then, throw Embiid out of there. You gotta win the playoffs, bud, brother. <laughs> then my next five is Embiid, Tatum, Kawhi, LeBron, and Booker. Oh, I'm I'm proud of you for having LeBron in the top ten. It was tough, but that's it's big, ESPN. That's big for you. <laughs> it's ESPN. All right. <laughs> it's ESPN. No, if so. ESPN LeBron's gonna be in the top four. Uh, if LeBron's in the top five, I might riot. <laughs> like I might. Where are we meeting? Pluckers? Are we meeting? <laughs> I mean, um, and the guy that was tough for me to leave out was Ja as like a not a top ten guy. Mm. Somebody has to be left off between Booker and Ja, and I think they'll go with Booker. But because then that next group's like Ja, Paul George, AD, Chris Paul. But do you think Edwards should be above De- Demar Derozan? Going into this year, I could see DeMar DeRozan fall off a little bit, and I could see Anthony Edwards. I I, I do think Anthony Edwards is going to rise is going to rise this season. 
because even DeRozan wasn't the last one. I think, you know, 26 was Drew Holiday. 27 was Zach Levine. 27 was DeRozan, I think. Um, but just, uh, you know, at the beginning of, gosh, I feel like the first month of last season, people were like, oh, DeRozan, MVP. Top 10, yeah. He was like, top 10 player. He, I mean, he waffles. But the, the thing about him, and we did this when we talked about a possibility of him coming on the Mavericks, is that, all right, you give him a great regular season, and then what can you do in the playoffs? Because when it comes down to it, you got to hit those mid-rangers, and they get tough. They get tough in the playoffs, and you got to play defense, and he does not do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, question for you, kind of going back to our 2K conversation of ratings, but what does it say to you that we're going to have a uh, a difference or a gap between... <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, ask me about the Little Mermaid. <laughs> I can't wait for that movie, by the way. What does it what does it mean that we have a different um a gap of like four to sixty-nine between nice. between Luca to the next Mavs? Uh it confirms everything we've been saying <laughs> for years. And I mean, if they kept Porzingis, he was at eighty-six. Like it was, you know, was... There won't be a bigger gap than that, right? Like, you know, Yoke, Jamal Murray's at what, fifty? You know, somewhere yeah. through there. There's not going to be a bigger gap than that, I don't think. I mean, I, yeah, like you got LeBron AD, you got yeah, Giannis you got, to Drew Holiday, the, Drew's at 26. The two Clippers guys, you have the um yeah, we I mean, we've gone through the teams. We, we I went through this when we were looking at uh the bet online list from Unlocked in NBA and thinking where Luka is. Luka's in the the top 5 for sure on that list. And I was like, like Clay and Clay and them's in the 30s. I mean, Harden's going to be somewhere in the 20s probably. Like, there's just not going to be that big of a drop off. I mean, I guess jaw to what? Jaron Jackson? Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson was at, uh, where is he? He's at 53, though. I mean, yeah. That's not going to be a big. <laughs> is is there another wizard on this list? Is it Bradley Beal to Kristaps? What's that one? Ooh. I mean, Beal will probably be in the 20s, right? Yeah. And Porzingis is at 86. So that's probably going to be the biggest one. 20s to 80s. I mean, it's probably going to be th- that and Lucas. No, Lucas will be bigger because Luca will be like 5 to 69. <laughs> Such a big gap. <laughs> That's 64 spot. Anyway, shout out to ESPN. Thanks for the content. Um, what do you think about the young guys? Cade, Mobley, Scotty Barnes. I was going to say, four- Cade is at Cade, Cade in the next. Who, who's the next piston? Cade's at 35. No, there is no piston. So 35 to past 100 for Sadiq Bay or whoever? Yeah, I guess that's seven. Jaden Ivey? Is, Fra- is Franz on this list at all? I didn't I didn't see him. Did Orlando have a guy on this yeah, list? Yeah, Pal- your boy Paolo. <laughs> 82. You know, he's a, you know he's you a guy. You know you suck whenever your one player on the list is in the 80s. Yeah, it's not going to be a good year for for Richard Stamen and his Orlando Magic or Philip Rossmanreich. They know I would they, take, they know what they're all about. I would take Franz over some of those dudes in the nineties. Yeah, like I I I don't get the Kevin Love on this list at all. There's a bunch of other players I'd take instead of Kevin Love. Mike Conley right. at eighty nine doesn't like after what we just saw in the playoffs. I think this confirms that I think ESPN didn't watch the Jazz in the playoffs. Just ESPN as a or whole. they're not putting as much stock into those six games as we do. Mm. 
Okay. I guess he was just toast for those. Guys. I guess the regular season matters more than the playoffs. I can't speak too much about Mike Conley because he could be a map soon. So I don't. I I, I welcome that, and I would be like Mike Conley. You, I don't think are a top one hundred player, but you're you will help the Mavericks. So we talked to Mike Conley on media day. So. <laughs> uh, get ready for yeah. media day again. Stay tuned for media day, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Subscribe. Share it with everybody. Like Isaac said, guys, thanks for making us your first listen every day. We'll be back on Friday breaking down more Dallas Mavericks stuff. We'll probably do like what are our biggest questions going into media day? What are the big things? So let us know in the comment section. What are your big questions going into media day? If you could ask a Mavericks player anything, let us know. Uh, Before that, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Giannis. Which NBA player moves the betting lines the most this season? Locked on and bet online online odds makers present the NBA top 50 most valuable players starting on September 19th. Find it on Locked on NBA on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Boom!